Hey everyone, I'm Brenna. I'm Brian, and we are Front Porch Swingers, or at least we are the podcast Front Porch Swingers, and we are actually Front Porch Swingers as well. We'll swing anywhere, and we also swing in Billy's way, which is why we are patrons of Billy. Yes, absolutely. We love that Billy is producing so much amazing sex positive content. And, you know, as people that have been personally kicked off of Instagram and YouTube and pretty much everywhere else you can imagine for being slutty, we really appreciate people that are helping move our slutty needle in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Billy is a guy who's, uh, I guess he's really been a pioneer. You've been listening to him for what, four years now? Yeah, a really long time. And yeah, on a personal level, I come from a community where sex positivity is uh, basically unheard of. And so having someone like Billy talk about the things that matter to me from a sexual standpoint was amazing and just one of the many reasons that we support him on Patreon. Yeah, for sure. And he's just fucking entertaining. And I totally got to see his cock on his Patreon community page and That's that true. alone is pretty fucking badass. Yeah, anytime you're, you know, getting cock pics with consent, of course. Why not? Yeah. So if you want to be a part of the fun, we highly recommend checking out Billy's Patreon and becoming one of his members for yourself. You'll get access to a ton of cool stuff. And we just think Billy's worth it. Yeah. Billy does a lot of cool things for the sex positive community. Let's help him keep it up figuratively and financially. <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to all the sluts who strut and whores that chore. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 welcome to the show if you're new, and you know, welcome back if you're not. This week on the show, we got Jessica Lovelace Chandler returning for her third appearance, a, a former flame of mine. Uh, I caught up with her when I was out in Los Angeles last week and you know I look forward to sharing that episode with y'all in a bit but first I want to talk about Texas politics and it's a good thing and I'm shocked it's a good thing oh my well it looks like they've finally done something right because uh the apparently Texas recently enacted a law that criminalized unsolicited dick pics praise be have a party right now. Take a moment to celebrate. All your hard work and marching is paid off. Texas uh, is now banned something that they call cyber flashing and uh, is, is a law from uh, state rep Morgan Meyer of Dallas, who, who teamed up with Bumble, of all <laughs> organizations, to come up with this law, to come up with this um, punishable offense. And this is text messages, email, dating apps, social media, whatever. So now... And I don't want to just say it's the dudes with the dicks, but it's mostly the dudes with the dicks, although I don't want to invalidate people who have received creepy nudes from women. But we know who this law was written about. And now I dare you. I say, does she really want that dick pic? Does he really want to see your asshole right now? Ask yourself that before you send it. Oh, and uh, fellas, you think you're going to get off sly? You think you're going to cover up your dick and just show your massive erection? While it's covered, I think otherwise, because <laughs> this must have been a Bumble tip. This must have been like they had the law ready to go. And then Will Whitney Wolf at Bumble was like, uh-uh, here's the loophole. We got this is the hard on loophole. We got to put it in here. So it's the law is written in that um, a person commits an offense. If the person knowingly transmits by electronic means visual material that subsection one subsection B depicts 
covered genitals of a male person that are in a discernibly turgid state if is not sent at the request of or with the express consent of the recipient. Uh, there we go. You're not getting around this one, people. Bumble. For all of its frustrations, doing a little bit of good in the world. So I thought that was uh, that was nice to share. Yeah. You know, I was going to I was going to tell y'all a little bit more about like, I don't know, my threesome in Los Angeles and some like random failed online encounters that were kind of freaky deaky and what well, my time was in the hacienda I went to Saturday. But you're just going to have to be in the champagne room to read all that, because uh, right now, instead, I would like to, to give y'all show get them hot, get them dates, show dates. Yeah, show dates. People show dates. Uh, Ithaca, New York, September 27th. I'm at Circus Culture. Romulus, New York, September 28th, Button Winery. Those are both part of the Finger Lakes Comedy Festival. So uh, go go search for Finger Lakes Comedy Festival for the full schedule and information about tickets. And then, <laughs> weirdest gig of them all, Mishawaka, Indiana, October 15th, Smokestack Brewhouse. I'm going to be there at 8 p.m. or 7 p.m., something like that. It's a free show if you're in the area. This is the part of the podcast where I like to give a shout out to some of the members of my fan whore community on Patreon. These are folks who not only uh, help keep a roof over my head, but they're people who get to enjoy a whole ton of fabulous, awesome, exclusive content behind that paywall. Uh, the first shout out is going to go to Joanna Simon, who is in our fan whore fantasy football league. Her, her team name is Blue Balage, and only legit NFL fans are going to know who that is or people in the you know fan of the lions but uh joanna it's gonna be fun kicking your ass in fantasy football this year can't wait uh bethany thank you so much for your support and thank you for your endorsement which all of you can hear at the very end of this episode and i also want to give a shout out to a man who just calls himself newsy uh, whenever somebody pledges to the Patreon, I send them an onboarding email where I just like say thanks, and I ask them for the email address to add them to the champagne room. I also uh, ask if they need help setting up their bonus RSS feed so they can access over 100 bonus episodes on Patreon. Uh, but this guy just emailed me back, said, I just came for the nudes, bro. And and honestly, it's it's an email like that that's very validating, letting me know that my dick pics are worth five dollars a month or more uh thank you so much to all of you thank you to newsy and you too can become a member for as little as two dollars per month and you can cancel your membership at any time at the five dollar level not only do you get access to the our super secret facebook group the champagne room and behind the scenes posts and a shout out on the show but you also get three bonus episodes every month exclusively on patreon as well as access to my not safe for work Patreon posts, could be a soft dick pic, could be my booty, could be uh, could be some titties. You don't know until you remember. And you can join the club right now at Patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash manwhore podcast. All right, and now for this week's guest, Jessica Lovelace Chandler. A uh, very funny comedian and writer out in Los Angeles and a a one-time former fling of mine from my college days. Uh, you heard Jessica back on episode 105. You also heard her last year on episode 241, my live show from Los Angeles. 
if you're not one of the types who binges everything and you loved her and you want to hear more of her, go check out uh, 105 and 241. But for now, you know, let's hear some more about that whole life and those mommy urges from Jessica. Uh, yeah, blowing me is rarely the right choice. <laughs> I think. Save it for the podcast. Personally. Oh, look, that's my name. That is your name. So this is yours. You're going to want to be up on it. Oh, so we don't need headphones. No, we don't need headphones. You're fine. You just... Oh, I see. Be- I don't want to move it around. It's okay. I get nervous on podcasts. You do? Yeah, I've only done. Excuse me. Hot. I've done three. Uh huh. Yours and two other people's. All right. You're going to want to be a little louder. Okay, I can be louder. Yeah. I didn't that- know if I was supposed to be talking yet. Oh, no. I'm, I was just getting a read for what, what you do. Oh, okay. Well, you told me to be chill, so I'm trying to be chill now. Trying to be chill. I'm chill. Am I chill enough? Am I too chill? I don't know. Just, I want someone to love me. That's okay. actually really funny. Am I too chill? <laughs> this girl I was dating, she I said something about being chill, and she was like, "You're the you're the farthest thing from chill that I have ever that I have ever known." And I think that's valid. Yeah. yeah now I'm getting you sans Adderall. Great. Yeah. No, I know it's it's more chill than normal, I guess. Right? Or I don't know how it works. I guess I'm more normal when I'm on Adderall. Well, you said you had a dream that you wanted to tell me about. Okay. So I had a dream that we woke up. um, Or wait, sorry. I had a dream while I was asleep that I did wake up and then we were doing the podcast, except for right before we were about to start the podcast, you started crying and you had this really beautiful girlfriend with you and you started crying and you were like, I thought we were going to play. And I was like, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) You wanted wanted us to all have a threesome and you were like crying about it and it was pretty pretty great actually so um we ended up all three having a threesome your girlfriend was hot so i was like okay what'd she look like um she had short hair and she was skinny but she had like she had like probably c cups i just Mm. remember being really like i was nestled against them and like is nestled a word or nestled nestled i think it's nestled Nestled. Is nestled a word? What is that? You're the one with a master's degree. I don't actually even have a bachelor's degree. What? Yeah, I went to t- I went to uh, two of the best colleges in the country. I have $80,000 in debt. And so no it's degrees? basically like I have a degree. You have zero degrees? I have zero degrees of separation. Wow. I know. Isn't that great? But you know what's great? If you put on your resume that you went to Columbia for four years... Nobody questions whether or not you graduated. Like they just assume. Do you say graduated or do you say attended? I just say I studied at Columbia University. It's not dishonest. It's it's not a lie. It's not a lie. I don't know if it's true, but it's not a lie. How was my crying threesome in your dream? Well, you didn't cry once we started the threesome. Thank fuck. Because (laughs) I've, uh, I've had people cry during sex. It's awkward. It's always awkward. Uh, it wasn't my fault was it not? no because it was this girl who really wanted to she really wanted to have sex with me she pre- not pressured but she like pushed for it and then halfway through she was like i've been raped and i'm so like i'm not ready to do this yet and we stopped but it was still like it was really it was the first time that it ever happened because i think i was like 19 or something and i was just like okay so how do you handle a situation like that when you're still in like a semi immature age of 19 um you stop having sex and Definitely. then <laughs> that part i think i hope is uh, and then years later you talk about it on a podcast i guess well like no but like in the bed like are you like, yeah do you just no i held her after mm. like we were you know we were staying overnight together anyway because we were all on like this vacation together she was a friend of 
other friends. So, um, yeah, so I just held her and told her it was okay. I mean, I've I've always been mature, Billy. Let's just say oh. that. Yeah, I've oh, you been have. mature my entire life. What's <laughs> well, a good time to say uh, I have back on the show Jessica Lovelace Chandler. Uh, Hi, sorry. Welcome back. Uh, I'm already apologizing for being here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Comedian, writer, and, you know, someone I was naked with uh, many moons ago. Were Uh, you fully naked? Oh, yeah, because, like, I was, you know, like, you you blew me and stuff. But did you get, like, naked naked? It doesn't count if your shirt's still on. I'm sure my shirt came off. I don't remember. I just remember having a purple dildo that I was told to put in your butthole. It was That's green. God, you're green. so bad at this. Oh, I have your a terrible memory. Your memory is terrible. And every time we do anything the, about your show, you bring it up. Because so. it's the main visual image. It's that and like us in the back of a cab. I told you that my um, my ex named that and you being hella, And it's you being hella uh, aggressive at Broadway Comedy Club. Like Those are my three visual memories with you. That's not a so, visual memory. Uh, I remember just trying to be... I'm I remember just, exactly where you were sitting. Is that weird? No, because there's only one place the the, the no. But I remember which way you were facing. Okay, that's so. Specific. I have visual. I have visual memories too. <laughs> uh, up until we got in the cab, and then I have, I have no memory of the cab. I have a memory of us betting. You know, betting the. We've been over this. Billy. Yeah, we've been over. Y'all can go check out that episode. Yeah, it's I a wasn't good, trying to dig it up. It's but. a good. Uh, what's that called? Flashback episode. Yeah, I was just, just. I was looking to contextualize. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we we. I gave you a blow. We never had sex, but I gave Billy a blowjob. You wanted and- to have sex. And okay, great. Like, That's no. a wonderful story, Billy. I just want to be clear. You just want to throw that People out. want to fuck me, and the world needs to know. Well, just so you know, me and my dream apparently went- wanted to fuck you, or was willing to at least. Yeah. And uh, I feel like, well, you were crying. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is how we cheer men up in this country. Right? We just give them pussy. Right? Well, oh, that's great. I saw this thing the other day that was like, oh, you know what would solve all these problems of these men shooting up everything? They just need to get laid. So we should legalize, you know, sex workers. And it's like, no, we should legalize sex workers, but also these men don't deserve to get laid. That's not the why. Right? <laughs> that it will be a byproduct. Right. But it's not like we're gonna, I mean, if you want to personally start a foundation that raises <laughs> money to hire sex workers for these dudes once we've decriminalized it, Great, but for now, like, let's, that's also, not the like, what if we it. didn't blame women and their pussy for why men are shooting up places? I right. guess. Yeah. Well, I was saying this recently. Like, I had on a, uh, a fellow comic like a few months ago, and he's uh-huh. like, he used to be a pickup artist, and oh, I God. told him how like I, I understand how people get there. Uh-huh. They literally just Google like how to have sex with women. Sometimes that's what pops up, and right. you fall down that rabbit hole. But I'm like, some of them just want to get laid because they think it's going to improve their lives or make them happier. And I am a prime example that sex does not make you happy. (laughs) I have so much of it. Are you happy at all? eh, Probably a little bit, but you know, I'm not like I don't consider podcast, Billy. I don't consider myself a happy man. Well, that's because you're a comic, and if you were a happy person, you wouldn't. But the idea just that the the sex is not the sex is not going to cure your problems, dude. Oh yeah, other you got. Oh yeah, I used to I used to have a bit in my stand up about that. Um about uh this about when people would say, I wanna fuck the shit out of you. And there's a whole whole thing about body humor and how that's uh, you know, how that's toilet humor. But um the the ending was um, you know, if uh if you're gonna fuck something out of me, have it be something I can't get rid of. Mm -hmm. Like I wanna fuck the abandonment issues out of you. Mm -hmm. And then the thing was like, if that 
would happen, I would have had like no abandonment issues because I had a lot of sex in my 20s, yeah. I, in my late teens and 20s. You're in your 30s now, right? Yeah, it's great. And then, and then are you having a lot of the sex now? No, just are you with, dating? Really just with one person, but we're not dating. It's very casual. We've been sleeping together for... I guess a year and a half. What kind of, oh, I was going to ask what kind of genitals we're dealing with. Oh, it's yeah, it's a guy. He's uh, he's never slept over. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason I know his last name is because it's the same as mine, and we're not related. He's black, so it's okay. Uh, I feel the need to say Doesn't that mean he's not related. Well, but we're not necessarily. He's very dark, and I'm decidedly not. So okay. I think we're I think we're in the clear right now. No, I feel being from Arkansas, I feel the need to clarify that we're not related. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, are you? Uh, uh, so, but are you otherwise like trying to date anyone romantically? Trying or? is a What's hard word. Stage? Like, I would love to. Part of me is like, I would love to be in love. It sounds great, but dating is a terrible thing. Like, it's so much work. And for for a while, I just haven't felt like I haven't felt like I have the energy to take on somebody else's um, issues. And uh, I don't know. Also, like meeting people who want a relationship as opposed to meeting people who just want to have sex is it's a lot harder and i i think part of it was because i was i guess i still technically am married but we're separate are you still technically married yes because like you were on the show a few years ago and yeah we were st- we're, we haven't dealt with it yet it's a there's a lot okay. uh, there's a long story behind it it's not because we got we're trying time. to we're on a no i don't want to okay. talk about it right now right. but anyway the point is that like i haven't we haven't been together for a long time right yeah. but the thing was when we were together, one of the biggest problems was that we weren't um we weren't having sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was an alcoholic, so that's a big problem too. Sure. But also, uh, we just he's And you're apparently not, which I had to ask because you got I can't I think the last two times I've seen you. Apparently not, that's nice. Every Thank time you. I no, just no no, in that like each time I've seen you, I've I I'll ask you like, Wait, do you drink? And then you get you got like why do you keep asking if I drink? Like, why would you right. think I, I'm sober, a sober person? <laughs> right, because I think you think I should be is the real issue. Yeah, well, that's a that's probably, there's a little bit of truth to that, you know. But but the, y- y'all weren't sleeping together and there were some other, you know, Right, so that, was, so that was the thing is for a long time I felt like I had this like emotional relationship without sexuality. And so I think when I first was coming out of that, it was kind of nice just to have, sex again mm. and that's been kind of the thing about um about i'll say his name because nobody knew. well wait now you know his full name because anyway but you don't know if it's lovelace or chandler <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know i thought well now you gave it away uh, no because i said he has the same it could be either one you okay. never know well, okay thank that. you thank you so anyway so um what was i gonna say so he something what were we talking about you threw me off oh well like why y'all got divorced no we were talking about oh not that's my husband that's what i thought we were talking about wait (laughs) no i was talking about the guy i'm sleeping with but i forgot what it was right but then we were talking about how like you're happy to have sex again after the divorce or after the separation because that was one of the reasons why you're right, and so up. yeah, so that's what I was gonna say. Is it's nice. Um, it's been nice having. I don't. I'm not into one night stands. I was for a long time mm. in my life, and one of the nice things is like having consistent, very casual sex. Yeah, that's been um, the. It's been the best thing, and we respect each other. I know he respects me. I know he likes me because he comes back every time, and he's way hotter. Like he's like way out of my league. So I, I know. don't you enjoy that? But yes. Like it's once a good you get feeling. past the initial confusion, you're <laughs> right, just like, right. okay, I'm game. Yeah, that's funny. I uh, yeah, no, I like, I get why he's doing it. Like, 
I actually look better naked than I do with clothes on. Let's be real. Oh, you know what's worse is when you have to go to the beach and be in a bikini. I'm like, we are covering up all of my best parts. This is the worst thing in the world. You, you want a reverse bikini. You want yes. it to cover your belly and your arms and your legs, That's but you exactly want your bush right. and your tits out. I don't have a bush. It's like a or little Hitler I sash. I don't know what you got these days. I know. It's a Hitler sash. Okay. It's really cute because I don't like full. I don't like full shaved on me anyway. I think sure. it just it looks weird. Okay. Would you care when you when you're with uh, other partners? I don't want it. I don't want it like in the way of stuff. But I think trimmed or uh, just well well maintained. Well let's maintained. say that. All right. So you got the, this other dude you, you got on the side. But then when we went out the other night, you were like specifically on a prowl for ladies. You told me like we're gonna go to gay bars, and you kind of were hoping well, you could yeah, meet a gal. I, I think that's part of it. Is I miss. Um, I do, to some degree, miss that emotional connection. And I think part of why I had this dream just now was because I was more trying to hook up with your lady friend that you brought in the dream. How many times dream. does that happen in your life? Threesomes you have where you're like, I'd rather be with her, yes. but apparently this is a package deal. Oh, that's happened to me quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Uh, the first time I ever had a threesome was... Uh, no, the first two times I had a threesome were like that, where it was just like, okay, fine, you're only interested because your boyfriend's here. I mean, it was very like Katy Perry, like... Hope my boyfriend don't mind it. You know, that whole thing. Right. That was me singing, by the way. Oh, that was? No, it okay. wasn't. It wasn't really. I wasn't trying. Mm -hmm. Please don't. No. <laughs> okay. Please don't try. Oh, that's uh, that's what everyone's always told me my entire life, Billy. Thanks. <laughs> well, do you do you try to... Do you ever, when the, like a couple propositions to you, do you ever try to see if you can just get the gal? Or do you recognize like this is... I'm just going to have to deal with this no, penis. No, there's... Well, in fact, I remember in the dream, just I'm going to keep coming back to yeah, this dream because it feels very real. But no, in the dream, I remember going like, do we, are we having sex with Billy too? Or is it just yeah, us yeah. hooking up? And my thing was like, if she was going to fuck you, I wanted to too. If we were just hooking up, then that was, you know what I mean? If it was just like, you're going to watch us, that's fine. Right. But like, I didn't want to just be left out. I don't like being left out. Sure, but there's like a wide range between you both fucking me and then me just watching y'all. I figure there's a yeah, but but what I'm saying is if it, if it was like okay, we're gonna make out and do stuff for a while, and then she's just gonna fuck you, then that's not fun for me. I don't need to just right, sit there I'm and watch you. There doesn't have to be a fucking at all. There could have been a whole sort of uh, you know mix and well, match. That, well, I guess that's what I mean. It's yeah. like if I was allowed to do stuff to you, I think our oh, yeah. words of fucking are different because I've been with women. So, oh right, so yeah. you 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 take you define fucking as like really anything that involves. I guess genitals. I just meant if we were hooking up. Yes, yeah. So okay. you wanted to, you didn't want to be the only one without a dick. Right. You wanted to be no dick or everyone gets I, the dick. That's Freudian. I don't want to be the only one without a dick. <laughs> that's why women are the way we are, isn't it? <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was just, yeah. I don't, That was always my problem with these three th threesomes and all honesty was like, you have this fun and then it's like, okay, you go home now, Jessica. Like, we're going to snuggle tonight and have a great time. And it's like, I always felt left out because I was always the, I was always the other, the third party. Uh -huh. And that's not fun. And I used to say, like, my, my ex, you know, well, I guess technically husband and I, we, um, <laughs> I always would say, like, maybe we should, maybe we should have a threesome. It wasn't even really me bringing it up so much as other people suggesting that we the should. The threesome to save the right. marriage. Well, no, it was more like, because they knew I liked women and they were like, oh, you can still be with women. He would love a threesome. And the thing was, like, he 
didn't want one. And my thing was, yeah, I think it's not that he wouldn't enjoy it. It's like he knew I would really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And he like didn't want me to, you know, he didn't was want he me to like. intimidated by other women? Um, with you? A, equally as he would be with a, another man. And I, mm-hmm. I actually always appreciated that because it always bothered me when uh, when straight men would be like, oh, it's okay if you hook up with chicks. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, because I could equally leave you for a chick. Yeah. Like The jealousy is almost validating. It was valid. Yeah. It, it validated my sexuality. And I think, yeah, and that was always the thing of, of straight men saying it's okay if you hook up with a woman because it was very dismissive of mm-hmm. the fact that I wasn't just... For me, I've been in love with women. It was, it's never been just sex with women. In fact, I think most of the women I've hooked up with, I've been in love with. Mm. So it was, um, I just remember we're sitting in the middle of my apartment and my two roommates are home. <laughs> this, uh, is, this is great. Do they, do they is, not know about your- No, no, it's just funny. I'm just like sitting here spilling my, I don't mind spilling my guts on your podcast because like, the people who listen to this Thousands are of like, people are fine to hear, but not the two people I live with. No, but the people who listen to this are like rad, right? You guys are rad. I think so. Um, that was pandering, I think. I'm not sure. No, it's okay. Oh, are uh, they not rad? No, they're... Oh, wait. That sounded yeah. rad. Oh, God. <laughs> this is not going well. <laughs> I really put this mic in my mouth or mm-hmm. foot in my mouth or whatever it is. Well, Jessica is quite talented. She can fit both a mic and a foot in her mouth at the same I time. I really can fit a lot down there. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Have you like, ever had like a couple dicks in your mouth? The most I was... I, I, no, I was, no. I don't... I think that's kind of gross when women in like <laughs> in porn are like rubbing them against each other and putting them both of it. The, but I gotta say, looking down when you're doing it, like there's yeah. an aesthetic of seeing like two like two or three i i once was part of three dicks in a mouth wow so you've done double anal and everything then too i've not done double i've never been in a in another hole with another dick before you don't think a mouth is a hole no no i said another hole a different hole. oh a different yeah that's only one where i've shared with a dick yeah i'm I'm open to like doing double (laughs) vaginal sure just gotta find the right person Uh, and someone's gotta be fluid bonded because you don't want rubber going up against the rubber it's hard in porn finding like dp without often because i like i like anal a lot and it's so you want to see double anal no that's the thing i want to see double penetration but no double anal so it's like sometimes i i I wish you could like filter things out in porn right right Right? just like on google you can say such and such not right exactly i really wish because like also enemas don't need to see that like mm. you know it's hard with with well, anal, you know over at hotmovies.com you can get quite specific with are you categories. oh really i've never heard of that are yeah. you uh are you use product promo, plugging use promo code man at hotmovies.com you get 20 free minutes on any <laughs> package you sign up for including the free trial you're really you're really good at getting sponsors billy i will say that oh thanks like you're, you're good at the business aspect of this. yeah it's like billy if only you were funnier gosh i was just thinking so that far. i was like you know the 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 interesting like the the things you could say would be great but like also just getting the podcast out there that's important (laughs) i you know i've still never listened to our podcast you haven't i think i listened to um part of the live the live show so you were also part of the live the live show live which was really fun Mm -hmm. yeah that was a really fun time that was great that one got to a deep place i was not expecting if anything i expected more i know that was funny because it was your it was your uh main squeeze at the time who kind of brought it up a long distance partner of mine uh kenzie hey kenzie how you doing um 
Kenzie, you were cute. I like you. Right, yeah. Right. She also said I was a bad kisser in front of everybody. Oh, that was but funny. But you you pried to get her. You like. I said you need to say one unkind thing. I just didn't think that was going to be the unkind thing. Oh, so you like wanted to control what the unkind thing? No, was. I wanted her to to show. I wanted to to establish credibility with the audience. Oh, so you wanted it to be about your she, personality and not your sex skills. No, no. I wanted everyone with her on stage. I wanted the audience to trust that she would right. be willing to tell me tough truths. I did not know that was one of the tough truths. Oh, so you knew some of them already. I <sighs> figured it would have been like stuff like Billy's like a little condescending. Billy. Uh, see, you thought it was going right. to be, like I said, you thought it was going to be about your personality. The second it was about your sexuality skills or your your yeah. physical skills, then you were all upset. You're all butthurt yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I it's understand like, that. Look, we've been making out for a couple of years. You could have told me at some point. Right? <laughs> oh my God. Do you know what? Okay, wait. I've got to bring this up real sure. fast. So the other night, so I'm on my period right now. Um, I thought everyone should know. And I, uh, so this, so <laughs> the guy I hook up with that we've been talking about, he, um, uh, he wanted to come over and he wanted to have anal. And I was like, I'm not down for that tonight. I'm just not feeling it. Mm. And then I was like, well, you come over, I'll give you a blowjob. And he was like really hesitant. I was like, or not. Like, I don't do your thing or whatever. But then, um, I had to kill this bug and it was just sitting there in the middle of the floor and I didn't know what to do with it. So I told him we should come over. In that he, I'd give him a blowjob and he could pick up the bug, right? Which I think is totally valid. Okay. So then he strong, told- <laughs> independent woman here, everybody. So then he told me, "Nah, I'm really tired, and you take too long because you talk too much." <laughs> I was so angry. I was Wait, like, "You, you could take just- too long in a blowjob because you're talking during the blowjob." I don't think I talk during a blowjob. Uh- Although sometimes <laughs> you need, like, sometimes you need to pull back because it, it's really his dick's really big, and it's like sometimes you just need like a. a to breathe right so i mean at most what i say is your dick's really big like great terrible what a, i'm such a terrible person but i was so mad because i was like you didn't even insult me and he was like well i wasn't insulting you i was just saying whatever and it's we, this was all via there, text there would have so. been there's a there's a constructive criticism way to say what he wanted to say. well i also felt like he could have just been like no i'm really tired uh, period like but, that's but all he had to say. there would have been a better way he could have brought up something where he's like he would yes. like he sees where there could be improvement in a right. blowjob relationship but there's and, never uh, been a complaint before as part of it it's like we've been together a year and a half you're just now maybe he's been uh, shy to say something well i'm actually like, I've had a lot of people tell me like after like years after we've stopped hooking up that mm. I was the best blowjob they've ever gotten. Not you. Yeah, I every was drunk. Woman I has was said drunk. Every woman has heard that. But the it's best not while we're hooking up. It's like years after there's no chance okay. for us to. Hook. I feel like that's validating. Sure. Yeah. So now you want some emotion in your life. You'd like to be dating or. Do you- I, here's. OK, here's the reality. I don't I don't want to date. I don't even know if I want to be in a relationship except for I feel like I should because I want to have kids. And I do feel like I'm getting to the point where not even like it's too late to have one kid, but I want more than one child. And it's not like I've already talked. I've talked it over with my parents and they're happy to, you know, kind of help me if I decide I want to do it my own but or by myself. But reality is it's a lot easier having a partner when you're raising a child. And I think um, that's my biggest motivation. So right now, that's the hard part. Sorry. That's the hard part is it's like, oh, I actually have to like hurry up and find someone because like I want to kid like yesterday. You're like 30, you're 33? I'm 33. 33, yeah. But I'm from, like I said, I'm from Arkansas. And um, 
my you should have friends had 10 have kids by now. Right. Well, it's not you even that. Be a grandma at this it's point. It's not even. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not even about having many children. It's that like my friends have teenage children right now. Mm. Um, you know, and that's the weird thing is like you see all these pic- <laughs> there are all these pictures of back to school photos on Facebook, and so I took one of the cat and tied a bow tie on him and put an apple in a stack of books and was like, "Here's his back to school picture," because <laughs> that is who I have right now is um is my cats. They're my they're my babies. They're what keep me. They're the only ones that have slept in my bed uh, in a long time. Is that by choice though? To, yeah, to some degree. I actually. Uh, Couple months ago, I was like, "Cause you, you know me, I'm messy. We've talked about that. Oh, <laughs> shut up, no one likes you. We've talked about it on the um, on the podcast, but also I've really been trying to make an effort to clean my bed off because yeah. I realized that to some degree I was keeping it was a protective thing that I was not cleaning my bed off because it's like, well, it's too messy. You can't stay over, uh. um, and it was just even for me emotionally not letting me be connected to people and the guy again the guy I hook up with he's been over many times where I'm like here's a sliver for us on the bed mm. now you gotta go you know um oh sorry <laughs> I, you're fine you're fine <laughs> the cat's the cat's gonna be fine you're I fine. accidentally uh, I leaned on the cat sorry um but yeah so it, it's been I think subconsciously even it was a protective defense kind of a thing that I was keeping everything too messy, literally too messy. Just to have an excuse to not have people like over or sleep over. Because that was the thing. Sometimes even I'd want to have him over and I'd be like, no, I don't feel like cleaning up. And it was a really like, that was my way of just not wanting someone all the time. Well, it's going to be difficult to like get a partner to have a kid with if you can't also do the sleepover part. No, but what I'm saying was I'm getting to that point where I think I'm ready again. I think coming out of this really long-term, for me anyway, long-term and very serious relationship that is a marriage, um, it's... On paper. um, No, but it was, you know, we were, we loved each other. We were together for a long time and it's hard... um, it's hard re and and I think to some degree, um, still technically being married is holding me back, um, even just subconsciously. I, I you kind don't have of, to go into details, but just yeah. is the reason why you're still legally married a logistics thing or yeah, is someone it's a logistics, dragon feet? It's okay. a logistics okay. thing. Sure. Yeah. Um and and I think it is gonna be hard for both of us when we finally do it because we are we stay friendly for the most part. He actually came over yesterday. Um, because because the guy didn't come over to pick up the bug, so I needed I needed him to come Aww, pick up the bug. He still need, will pick up bugs. I for called you. and I was crying. And here's the thing: I, so I was cleaning out uh, two nights ago. I was cleaning out my room, and I found all these old um, these old letters from him, and they were really sweet. And I just wasn't prepared to find them. And then um, this bug that I, he always cleaned up the bugs at our house. I used to joke, I was like, the only reason I ever want a partner is just somebody to like change the light bulbs and clean up the bulb of the bugs, right? So anyway, so there's this bug, giant bug sitting in the middle of the living room. My parents, I mean, my uh, roommates are out of town and I didn't want them to walk in the door and just this giant bug's lying there and then go, why didn't you clean this up? So I call him the next morning and I'm like sobbing, literally sobbing. And I'm like, I can't pick up the bug and I have no one and I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. 
Because that's that yeah. was to me like that was where I felt like very vulnerable was you know how like you don't want to be with anyone until you get sick and then all of a sudden you're like oh god why does no one love me I need someone to take care of me right like that's maybe that's just me I, I'm sure a lot of people me. feel that I go when I feel sick I'm like great now I look gross and I don't want someone um, I love to see me gross see but. I don't want someone I don't love to see me gross I want, but I want someone who loves me who's willing to see me gross and will still unconditionally love me it's also just a really high after. ask to get someone to love me so that's just like a whole different it's a know, what? it's a high ask oh a high ask to, for I thought you said high ask so and I didn't know what a high ass was. Oh, I know uh, I don't have one, whatever. Mom, we've all seen those guys on the basketball court. Some of them got a pretty high butt. Well, that's part of what I like about black <laughs> black men is they have beautiful asses. They really do. Well, you also complimented me on my donk earlier. Well, you had, it was kind of a joke, but because you had wallet, uh, you had I, a wallet. Uh, I have a great <laughs> butt. You, you can't do take have, that from me. Okay. Um, on is, your donk. Is your, is your husband uh, sober now? Um. He has been off and on. Okay. Um, and and that, to be fair, is not really my story to tell. No, no, no. Yeah. I was just getting. I was no, asking, I appreciate. I appreciate it. It was a question it. to lead to another question. Okay, go ahead. Which no, gonna, I just I, again, I I feel comfortable in saying that it was a large part of why. Our, well, here's what I always told him about our marriage: was it was not the reason our marriage had problems, but it was the reason we couldn't fix those problems. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, you can't go to therapy and work on little stuff there's when a big, there's a big overarching thing that... It's hard to paint yeah. the house when there's a hurricane happening, right. you know? And I felt like, to some degree, I was going to therapy. I was taking my medication. I was doing the work. Why should I have to go to some to this with someone who's not doing his own part of the work? I felt like that was not... Um, that was a high ask of him to to want that of me. And again, it's like we would have these really, I thought, profound conversations about what was going on with us. And the next morning, he wouldn't even remember them. So oh. that was hard. Do you, could you, I mean, but he's still in your life and he's so friendly yeah. with him. Like, is, could you see yourself getting back to him under, say, a condition of sobriety? I don't think he wants that. Which has been really hard. Doesn't so, want to be sober? Doesn't want to be with you? Doesn't want to be with me. Uh, uh, I'm going to say this. Um, uh, he was very secretly with someone mm -hmm. while we've been separated and then lying about it the entire time and telling me that he did want to get together, but very, very much in a very serious relationship with someone, mm -hmm. which now he claims has ended. But I also have been lied to for a long time. And he's lied many times over and said he's ended it. So his reasoning for why we weren't together for forever was him saying, I just want to work on myself. I need to be alone for a while. I'm mm -hmm. going to work on myself. And ultimately, that's not what he was doing. And one of the things when I hooked up when I started that relationship, it wasn't really even a relationship. I wanted it to be. But when, when I started hooking up with that other person, I told him almost immediately because I said to myself, this isn't fair. He's a good person. I don't want to lie to him and I don't want him. We hadn't had sex. He and I hadn't had sex in months at that point. But at the same time, I didn't want him. I wanted him to have the information because I respected him. And when he was able to lie to me so many times in the way that he did, it very much felt like he didn't respect me, especially because we weren't together. And all he had to, like, I asked him at one point, I was like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? And he's like, no, no. Like, all you have to do is just be honest. Like, mm -hmm. he, if he had asked me, are you sleeping with someone? I said, yeah, I am. But, like, 
that hurt more on, I think, to some degree of friendship level that that was one thing we said while we were separating was we respect each other. We want to, we want to be nice to each other. We want to be friends. And I felt like he wasn't upholding his part of the friends deal. don't lie to friends. Not in that way. They don't lie big lies like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can lie a little stuff and, and his, yeah, that dress is cute. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and his thing was like, well, I was just protecting you. It's like, no, that's not protecting you because to some degree I was the only holding protection out. I fucking need. Right. Yeah. And to some, to some degree, I think I was like holding out this idea that maybe after he got sober, we could be back together mm. because I think to some degree when, uh, so when we were last living together, I kind of had like an intervention for him. And one of the things I said was, um, you either need to get sober or we can't even be around each other anymore. And when he, that was when he kind of like when we, when I moved out was when he got it together and started going getting sober. And I guess to some degree, I thought like, oh, he's going to get it and we're going to try again. Cause like I said, that was the big thing is I thought, oh, that was the other thing. While he was with this woman, he was lying to me and telling me that he was looking up counselors for us mm. and that he had called a few and they weren't available. So he's like, basically leading me on to it which was unfair and which is what i didn't want to do to him when i was having another relationship because he's keeping me there and not letting me move forward was it what what did it take for you to finally like what did it feel like to finally take that step to like host that intervention because that's a big oh yeah big that's, step. that's yeah this is like hey we're probably two points away from splitting up that's a big one well it was the, the hardest part was I knew what I wanted to say and I was I'm not sure I was able to get everybody else involved in part because for a long time I was the only one who really knew about it because he doesn't drink during the day he wasn't uh he was very high functioning he was showing up to work every morning and yeah they knew he smelled like alcohol but I think they weren't really fully putting it together. His friends back home didn't know. I had talked to some of his family members who weren't really processing it. So I felt like I was the one that was bearing this whole burden. And he didn't want me to tell any, he didn't want anyone else to know. And at some point it was like, there were a couple of people I knew I could reach out to that were both mutual friends uh, and his friends that I knew. And only one other person was able to be there, but we got letters from all these other people. And, um, yeah, it was hard. Uh, but I think it wasn't even the, it wasn't so much the act of the intervention so much as finally telling myself, I need this ultimatum. Because there were so many times where I would go, oh man, this has to be his bottom. And then at some point I realized, when's my bottom? When is the point where I, when is the point when where are I you say, fed it's, up? yeah, when am I finally fed up? And, um, Moving out's been great. Other than the bugs that I have to kill myself, it was a really wait. It sounded like I have to kill myself. That's a whole other story. What? Oh no, what? the bugs! Whoa. I have to kill myself. No, you said the other the other story. Now, oh no, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Not right. No, I've actually been I've been overall very happy in my new space, um, and by myself. But it is again, it's hard as if I was like someone who never saw myself getting together again and never. Or like never, if I was someone who didn't see a, a relationship as something I wanted to end up in or a partnership or children as something I wanted to have, I think it would be different because I wouldn't feel this pressure to rush. But right now I do feel this like, mm. got to get on it, got to get on it. And what? boy, don't bring this up with any Uber driver because they will tell you, uh, oh yeah, you're not getting any younger. 
Ugh. Yeah. Really. Why is every Uber driver like a sixty-two-year-old yes. man? And they're not all sixty-two-year-old men when you look at them, but when they speak, yeah, right. you're like, "That's a sixty-two-year-old man who looks like have, a thirty-three-year-old black lady." They all have lady. a fake like, degree in uh, a fake degree in psychology, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> always, always. What is um? What's that yearning for the kid about? Oh, I've always wanted children. That- um, I work with kids, and I'm. Uh, I'm just, I love children. I think they're amazing. And the thing is, I've raised other people's children. Just, I was a nanny for a while and I've helped with that, but they're, you're never mom and you see that connection that they have with their mom no matter what. Mm. I don't want that. How, how long have you known you want kids? Uh, probably since I was 14. 14? Yeah. With Arkansas. Yeah. No, my, I remember my mom. Do you think any of that had to do with like culture, like the culture of the South? No, I've always, I mean, even as a little kid, I look back and I loved going and playing with younger kids. I was the baby. Um, Mm. so you would think that I liked being around older, like older siblings, but I loved, uh, my parents also were pediatric physical therapists. So, um, my parents are like the type where we're walking down the street, they see a baby and they turn around to walk back to go look at the baby. <laughs> and I, I started doing that at some point. And then in my some life. parent was like, they came back for my kid. <laughs> no, they look like Santa Claus and like, <laughs> and they look like the traditional like grandparents. So people aren't usually threatened by them at mm-hmm. this point. Um, it's those that you got to watch. Right. I am grateful a lot of the time that I'm a woman and not some creepy like middle aged man because, mm-hmm. uh, I will talk to children <laughs> that I don't know how to public. So you de- is you, well, you definitely want a kid. Yeah. And I want more than one because I came from a big family. And um, I think siblings have always been important. So now I'm like, maybe I'll just get lucky and have twins because then they can still have the sibling relationship and I can fit it all in. And you do in vitro, you can get all sorts of weird not, numbers pop out. Uh, some, do you ever? Well, maybe this is just me. But sometimes I worry that I can't get pregnant because I would think that I would have already at this point because Cause of- I haven't I wasn't always responsible in my 20s and it's like how did I not end up pregnant right like yeah. it's kind of worrisome huh interesting I, I never have that worry because because uh, you're a dude yeah oh I was gonna say because oh. they use the fucking condoms oh <laughs> uh, well that's what I meant <laughs> use safe sex every use safe sex what's that uh what's that joke practice safe practice safe eating always use condiments Oh, that was a totally other thing. <laughs> well, everybody, just because love Chandler. Uh, no. <laughs> Evoking your comedian card. No, that wasn't my joke. No. It's like an old It's like, why did the chicken grow? Okay, I'm going over Are here. Are you going to tell it why? The I'm going over here now. <laughs> why did the man skip to the uh, whatever track on the... Never mind. Let's oh, erase this part. Yeah, no, no, no. Please Wait, keep going. What more, I don't remember the What shitty, you know, Borscht Belt premises no, can you come up with? was something about the Red Hot... I wrote it once on Twitter. It was funny. Who walked into a bar? Uh, yes. <laughs> I feel like I just did, if okay. that makes sense. <laughs> but you would also like to have a partner, ideally? Yeah, ideally. Do, um, do you see yourself yeah. as having like the a traditional looking family? Like, would you prefer to raise kids with a man? Or? No, not, a, not at all. That's never been... That's never been an issue mm. at all. In fact, the times, I mean, not to be all like U-Haul lesbian-y, but the times when I felt most likely to You look to like have... you just finished loading a U-Haul. Right. Thank you. That's <laughs> sweet. That's, that's nice, Billy. No, um, I do feel like uh, the majority of times I feel that like I felt I'm, like- I just got self-conscious. I feel like people just heard that. And I don't think it's fair that they can't see like the hair. Right. The they just hear, they just like... hear you commenting on a woman's appearance. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, in my defense, I don't... In know. my defense, I'm at my house and not being seen on the 
podcast. Okay. Okay. B- the point of this is Billy Defending is a misogynist. Billy is a misogynistic <laughs> asshole who uh, hates women. Pass it along. Anyway, um, uh, before I, yeah. I before I comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were saying that like you're op- you're very much open to, to yeah. Because again, the times anyone. I think that I was. Uh, I felt very much in a relationship where both of us wanted children. Uh, yes, my husband and I did. But also when I was in very serious um, relationships with women, I saw I saw that maybe we would have kids together. Mm. And that's – so, yeah, again, that's never been – here's the thing. I don't think that everyone is genuinely – bisexual or queer i identify as queer but i don't i don't think that everyone is necessarily that i mean yes there's a spectrum and some people are closer to some things than others obviously but um i really do for me feel like the majority of the time gender has not been the issue or an issue um in whether i like someone or not whether i see us together or not um, especially once I got out of Arkansas, cause yeah, um, once you get out here, it's like, you're not really, I'm not that you're not mistreated, but mm. it's, um, it's not oppressive in the same way that it is back in the South. So. Well, not to put the clock on you, but it's like, I'm assuming like you're hoping you'd have, a, you'd be pregnant by like 36. Yeah. So that, that sounds well, I, I actually told my mom, this is sneaking up on me, but I told my mom, if I'm not uh, pregnant by 35, I want to start looking into doing it myself. Yeah. And so 35 is but to, God, so, that's getting close. So what yeah. I think of is like, okay, so to meet someone to date, yeah. um, to kind of find the right intimacy with that right person, like. Well, he, no, here's what I said, though, is if I'm not in a if I'm not in a relationship with anybody at that point, because if I am like if I found someone on the right track. At 35, then I'll give it a little more mm. time because then we have a little more time to at least I know I've found someone. Are you to nervous do that it. you might rush, rush the intimacy of the relationship yeah. to make them fit into this? Oh, this can be my You know what's funny? Box. I've never actually thought about it until about 10 minutes ago while we were having this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like this has been a really good therapy session. Oh, I'm Billy. glad. Um, yeah. Actually, this, uh, I will People bill said you that before. Oh, you'll bill me. Uh, when I send you the episode when it comes out, there will also be a How bill. much am I getting paid for this, by the way? Oh, uh, I thought, who's, I, I thought I was getting paid. I'm doing well, therapy. I'll give you the money back, and oh. then we'll just we'll call it, we'll call it even. We'll uh, <laughs> we're even now. Okay, cool. Okay, so in a in a in a similar vein, uh-huh. there's the concern sometimes that someone's not into, uh, and I think it's something for me in my earlier twenties, um, like the first half of my twenties, of trying to find a girlfriend, but like almost rushing some people into that box. Yeah, that's part of why... Where it's like, I'm really in love with this idea of having, of being in a relationship more than maybe the person I think I want to be in a relationship with. Yes, I totally understand that. And I'm kind of, yeah, am I worried about that? Absolutely, but Do you have any sort of system in in place to maybe keep a check on yourself? No, as long as they give me a baby, we'll figure out the rest after that. Oh, that sounds great for that kid. (laughs) I could raise the kid by myself. There's the... Actually, right, but I think I'm gonna go con- back. Wait, I'm gonna go back to this guy that we've been talking the about. That we've been of the household as well. Yes, is, I'm more. But this guy now. that we've been talking about that I've been sleeping with. Sure. We actually had a conversation a few months ago because he is a dad already. Okay. And um, not he's not with the the baby mama. They've never. Mm-hmm. Well, they were together, but they've never been married since the kid. And she's, I think, seven or eight now. And he was saying he wants another one, and I said I really want one, and we kind of. To some degree joked, but to some degree we're serious. We've talked about it again since then of, I know he's a good dad. He takes very good care of her, uh, of his, of his daughter that he has. And mm. 
for us to be able to co-parent together but not really be together, in some ways that actually seems like a great ideal situation. Mm -hmm. Because I don't, part of the thing about doing it alone is I don't really want to like do it alone, do it alone. But to some degree, if you have somebody that you respect and care about, but you don't have to be in love with them to raise a kid, there's something kind of nice about that. Right? Yeah. Is that just me? I, I see that from what I can tell and everything with his with his current uh, baby mama. Is that is that a right thing to say? It's baby okay. mama? I don't it's know. Okay. The mother of his child is that he... Now um, it sounds like Mary Magdalene. I know, right? He doesn't... The mother of my <laughs> child. Is that he doesn't necessarily um, like her. I don't know if he likes her as a person, but they're raising... He's raising this beautiful wonderful daughter and i see when he talks about her i see how much he loves her and wants what's best for her for the daughter for the mom for the daughter daughter, and ultimately i think when you can put your stuff aside you can hate the parents can hate each other Hmm. but when you can put that aside and not make that a part of your child's life i think that's always been what amazes me is um i have seen the parents that are like playing their kid as far as like well your dad's you know, right. your dad's this and your mom's this. And um, if you're able to keep, if you're able to love your child more than you hate your ex, I think that is a really big, important thing. Love your child more than you can hate your ex. I yeah, like that. Thank you. That's very good. <laughs> it's That's profound, very good. right? Yeah. It's like real deep. Soup's deep. Yeah. Now I'm having a flashback to that dream, Billy. Yeah. Oh. So deep. So, so In the dream, so, I was impressed by your penis. That's good, right? I think my penis is pretty good. I don't remember. We've talked about that, too. There are pictures. Is that a good that. bookend? Are we done yet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what my penis looks like. There's ways to find out. Okay. Um. I kind of want to see it now, but not flat. I don't like flaccid penis. I think it's the grossest thing in the entire but, world. Well, here's the fun thing. Get hard, Billy. Speaking, Get hard. Speaking about my penis tends to start getting blood flow into my penis. Really? Oh, that's good. Because so normally am, if you make someone like pressured, it nervous. So I'm at like a, well now I'm more, more I'm at like a seven eighth. No, I'm like, I'm, seven, at, I'm at like a three quarter chub. Yeah. Oh, really? Do you, do you, should I take uh, my yeah. dick out? No, we're in the middle of my living room. They're not there. They're home. You can't take your dick out of my living room. <laughs> it's your house, your room. No sex in the champagne room. No dick out in the living room. Do you want to, well, I guess screw the, this idea. Do you want to like, <laughs> do you want to analyze, do you want to move to your bedroom for a bonus episode and just like <laughs> it's platonically really be a <laughs> and platonically analyze my penis. I'm kind of not sure because I don't think you want to necessarily hear what I have to say. I won't mind. It's fine. It should be I interesting. I don't think I can. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I'm like, I'm like blushing. If I oh. had like eight more drinks, probably yes. I would take like eight drinks to want to look at you. No, it's not like that. Um, I'm worried that I might actually like it. You, is the real problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that could that's a potential outcome too. Because uh, I already had this weird dream. And I think mostly the dream was me saying I needed to like let loose and have an orgasm. But I haven't been able to do that because I woke up late for our podcast taping it's been a long you know what it's already been a long day <laughs> My, the propose since you were like oh, i'm kind of curious about seeing i'll be like i would propose uh you can do an on air just like commentary of it wait uh, can i ask are we staying on the air while you pull it out or is it like i look at it and then we come back we'll be yeah we can do on air for that part part of it sure 
I really wish my roommates weren't all this. It was very we, get, we can move to the. Your but going to, to my bedroom show. actually feels like worse. It makes it feel like it's like serious. But I promise you, it's not serious. You're not. It's for, like, it's for paid content. You're not. Trying, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only care about your opinion. And, of and you can be a hundred percent honest. It won't hurt my feelings. You're circumcised, right? I guess you'll have to find out. No, I'm really. I need uh, yes, to I am. I'm circumcised. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. I think this. I think that would make people want to go pay five dollars a <laughs> okay, month. Okay, let's hear. do it. Okay, so uh, <laughs> y'all can check out that bonus episode of uh, tomorrow. If at you pa- don't call it a boner episode, I'm not doing I it. I promise to title it boner episode. Okay. Okay. So the boner episode will be available tomorrow on pa- at Patreon.com/slash Manhor Podcast uh, for all my five dollar and up members. But for now, uh, Jessica, where can people find you? Because you're a funny comedian and thank writer. Thank you. Um, I like you on Twitter. Thank I'll be you. Gen- best, yeah, genuinely- best place to find me on Twitter. Uh, right now is on Twitter at something punny. So that's the word something and then P-U-N-N-Y, something punny. Go check her out. I, go follow her. I do. And for now, Jessica, watch, before we go, uh, you know, possibly destroy my ego, uh, why don't you go say goodbye to everybody? <laughs> Thank you so much uh, to everybody for listening. Thank you, Billy, for having me. Uh, this always makes me super nervous. <laughs> Almost as nervous I, as I am to look at your dick. So um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye. Boner episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I know what I'm titling that one. Uh, you can obviously hear that tomorrow at the $5 and up level on patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, Be sure to go follow me on the places. You know how to find me. But I love getting your feedback more than anything. I love interacting. I want to know what you thought about this week's show. You can tweet at us. uh, I am at TheBillyPresida. Or you can comment uh, on Instagram at BillyIsPresida. Or on the Man Whore Podcast Facebook fan page. We'll have an episode thread over there. I do hope those of you in the New York City area will come enjoy getting some free swag, some goodies at the Brooklyn Sex Expo and stop by my booth. And while you're at the Brooklyn Sex Expo, I hope you'll stop at Motor Bunny's booth, too, because not only am I giving one away, but we also want you to go check out their booth and see what they've got in store. I want you to see really what it is I've been talking about all these years and how insanely cool that toy is. And if you're already sold, you know, you can get $50 off with promo code STAYSLUTTY at MotorBunny.com. But if you can't make it to the BK Sex Expo, you still want to get some man whore merch, go to my store. Um, I just added lit these uh, fun duffel bags that say Laid in NY from, uh, from Man Whore Con. And you can get those at Gumroad.com slash Man Podcast or click the link in the show notes. Uh, next week, this one's for all you YouTuber YouTube fans. Shan Boodrum, aka, aka Shan Booty, she's coming on the show. She just wrote a really great book about love and dating, uh, and she's also a, a YouTube sex expert. Haven't really messed with the YouTubers too much, so uh, but I had I had a ton of fun getting to know her a bit, and I can't wait to share it with y'all next week. But until then, go Jets and stay slutty. Hey there, my name is Bethany, and I just wanted to share why I joined the Patreon for the Man Whore Podcast. When I first started listening, I was immediately intrigued by Billy's personality. I knew that I had to get more content and hear more bonus episodes. All of those teases really pulled me in. 
with all the work that Billy does with the podcast and with how much time and effort he puts into giving us a community of sex positive people, I knew I had to so help support him. The Champagne Room is a huge bonus and is filled with amazing people who are there to support you and give you a safe place to talk about all of your sex adventures without feeling creepy. It is by far the best podcast group I've been a part of. If you're thinking about joining, do it. Billy deserves all of the support we can give him, and the bigger the community gets, the better everything will be. Look forward to seeing you in the Champagne Room.